All right, I'm going to try something with this one, Eli. Are you ready for it? I'm so ready, my boy. <clears throat> oh, bother. I'm Winnie the Pooh. And I'm Tigger. And I'm Piglet. And this is Purely Nostalgia. There's no way we're using that. see you there come on in you must be cold do you want any tea any any honey anything like that you must be freezing take off those old wet boots oh you just happened to stumble inside my podcast it's called purely nostalgia it's a podcast where we view things with our adult eyes from our childhood and see if they were actually good kelp are you just kelp you didn't tell me anyone was here are you trying to do my job? I'm the one who introduces the podcast. Hi. I'm so sorry to be rude. I, uh, I should introduce myself. My name is Eli Shapsmith. Um, this is a podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes. We try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. Can, did Clint offer you something to drink? Are you good? Are you, are you okay? I'm sorry. I, I no longer answer to that name. Clint? Oh, Kelp. Sorry. Sorry. That's fine. Thank you. Uh, yes, I, I actually offered them some tea. To warm them up by the fire. Great. Just have a seat and we'll, we'll get started here. Kelp, I'm so sorry for dropping the ball there. Thanks for covering for me. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm on time to our shared house. Sorry, I was taking a shower. I, oh, well. As it, long as you're clean, that's all that matters for our guest. Welcome, guest. We're glad to have you here. Thanks for coming, guest. Thanks for coming to the house that we purchased just so we can record podcasts in. It was three hundred thousand dollars. It Can- sits on a on a on a lot, as most <laughs> houses do. <laughs> uh, it has nice curb appeal. The Property Brothers actually did some excellent work on this. The Property Brothers rated this one four out of five stars. I don't know what they could have done on to make it a five out of. <laughs> I, do you love those Property Brothers audio-only episodes? <laughs> I would love... Do they have a podcast? If not, they should. Those I, handsome I would, boys with the same face. Man, those handsome Canadian boys that look just the same. Are they Canadian? Yeah, they are. It's a shame they can't vote in our elections. I bet they'd have really good opinions. <laughs> <laughs> this <laughs> this White House needs shiplap. <laughs> Oh, what, what this, are we... This Oval Office is lacking an open floor concept. <laughs> we, are, we are here to record a podcast in our podcast house. Um, and we, Welcome we, to our club. Welcome to... <laughs> uh, now that I'm all clean, I can we, we can get started with the podcast. Are you ready to get started, Kelp? Yes. Mo- much like the Catholic priests, we have must cleanse ourselves before we do anything. Do Catholics do that? I don't know. I don't know, but I always shower before I podcast. Me too. I'm trying to clean my life up. Listen, I'm doing. Listen, I'm doing Whole Thirty. It's a thing where you eat only bad things and you don't eat any good things for thirty days. I am eating no dairy, mm. no bread, no yep. things with added sugar, no um. Beans? Beans are bad? Did you know that? <laughs> Beans are bad? I thought they were protein. I'm trying to get a really handsome body. Like, I, right now I just have a regular handsome body. I'm trying to get real, real handsome. 
you don't even so i'm going out of town this weekend and i had so many vegetables in my house that i hadn't cooked and i was like mm-hmm. i gotta cook all these before they go bad oh, so God, no. tonight for dinner i just had like eight different types of vegetables <laughs> and i have them all <laughs> left over in my fridge now and somehow that's better i guess i don't yeah. know that so w- you're right now you have a lactose bean body yes. and you're what what kind of body are you trying to develop i want to know more about what your diet is uh basically just ground beef that's it that Mm -hmm. (laughs) just mainly ground beef because that's okay to eat or uh seasoning is fine as long as there's no sugar added so like salt (laughs) is good pepper i mean that really sucks that you can't add any sugar to your ground beef well you'd be surprised like there's like chipotle seasonings that you can't put on your meat you know because it has sugar added like there's there's sugar in more things than you think don't scoff at me young man I'm scoffing because that sounds ridiculous. What one of the biggest developments that's come from this is um, get ready for this. I'm ready. Your boy drinks Lacroix now. Clint, did you hear me right? Your boy drinks Lacroix now. It's this. It's the seltzer water with a little bit of a hint of something in there, and I drink here, it now. Your boy drinks here, Lacroix. Here's the thing. I'm gonna give you a quick review on Lacroix. Are you ready for it? It's it's probably going to be a tweet that I've seen before because I've seen so many tweets about Lacroix. So this better be a good joke that you're doing. It's going to be original. A okay, wholly go. original, I promise. Go. It it's doo-doo garbage and I hate it and it's disgusting <laughs> and it it tastes like sweat and one time I gave it to Chandler and she threw up in my car. So <laughs> Uh yeah, that's that's pretty original. She threw up because she drank Lacroix. I don't believe that. Well, that and I poisoned her, but it was in the Lacroix, so. Listen, I thought it tasted terrible when I used to drink it, and now that I drink it more than I used to, I think it tastes less terrible, and I'm drinking <laughs> some of the coconut stuff right now, which has got a little bit of that natural sweetness, you know, but it, no sugar it tastes, added. It tastes like watered-down sunscreen. That's what I thought, but now I think it tastes like watered-down sunscreen that I really want to drink. That's the difference now. You know, I've never heard anyone, mostly because I don't hang around this crowd, say like, oh man, I just love the taste of meth. <laughs> I, I love it. I love this taste. It's a really good, wholesome taste. Have you tried meth recently? No, no. All these addicts say, yeah, it's made of battery acid and it makes my blood feel on fire, but it gets better every time you take it. <laughs> yeah. What's your point? That it is the same thing. Listen, that does, none of this changes the fact that your boy drinks LaCroix now. Mm. Um, well, it was nice knowing you, and I swear if you drink that at my wedding, I'm kicking you out. Oh, I, you know I will be drinking it at your wedding. If you drink, if you bring a box of LaCroix to our to my bachelor party. <laughs> What's up, boys? I, it's, it's your worst boy, Eli LaCroix boy Smith. Here's the thing. Some of my other friends drink LaCroix. Jonathan drinks it. Ooh, we're going to have a great time. I think Aaron might drink it. We're going to have a great time. But it's my bachelor party, and I swear if I see one drop of LaCroix, I'm going to cry. I'm going to lay on the floor and cry. Then there's definitely going to be LaCroix there. You and your your bachelor parties and your weddings, you are Mm -hmm. the the epitome of an an engaged boy. I'm sick of it. And I love being engaged mostly cool mostly because now because <laughs> it gives you something to talk about on our podcast yeah about yeah kids and also movies. i'm also not having to pay for chandler quite yet i, uh, have, I have yet to purchase her <laughs> but um surprise that's what weddings are oh okay 
Um, but I, uh, I, apparently this is a new trend. She's the one that told me about this, of you having, like, one real wedding band and then, like, a fake one. You know, like a criminal with a burner phone. Okay, yeah. And, and I bought, um, I bought a fake one, my, my test wedding ring, fairly recently from Amazon, and it just came in the mail yesterday. And are you talking? It's made of it's made of rubber. Yeah, are you talking about one of those little little rubber wings rings that looks like a car part? Like it looks like it just yeah. came out of a car engine. Yeah, it, it looks a lot. It's gray, like it's like steel gray. So it looks <laughs> like it. It looks very industrial. Yeah. So yeah, I got it mostly because I don't like wearing jewelry. I wear a watch to work occasionally, but that's really it. And so I wanted to get this wedding ring, um, this test one, to kind of just. Get myself used to it, you know. That way, yeah. I'm not. Uh, whenever she slides the ring onto my finger on the altar, I don't immediately throw it down and think, "What is this foreign object on my hand?" I want to be used to it. Right. I see. Um, well, you're living a lie right now, though, because you're walking around the world with a wedding ring on. You're not, and you're not married. Well, I went out today. Um, Congrats. Just yeah, I went out today <laughs> for the first time. Uh, I went to go. I hate to say it. I went to go exchange hair gel products because <laughs> I bought the wrong kind. I bought wax, and it should have been pomade, but the, the salon was very- I hate you very, so much yeah, right now. Thank you. Just thank the you. words that you're saying. I you hate use them. hair gel too, you turd. Yeah, but if I got the wrong one, I'd be like, well, this is what I'm using <laughs> for the next six months. <laughs> yeah, but I used it, and it just made my hair greasy. Like, it didn't work. And so I just I, I went in and exchanged it. And I just had like newfound confidence. I mm. I'm not a lefty, but I was reaching for everything with my left hand. Show it off a little bit. Show it off of that bling bling. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's a great story, Clint. We have not mentioned what we like are going to talk about on our podcast yet. Yet, no. Uh, we're talking about the movie Christopher Robin today. Hmm. A movie not from our childhood. Not from our childhoods. Some, from some people's not, childhoods. Not my childhood. <laughs> Uh, we 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 watched like poo stuff as kids though, right? <laughs> Did you yeah. just laugh at this me is, saying poo stuff? This is gonna be a hard episode to get through. Are you gonna laugh every time I say I'll poo? Prob- I'm not gonna lie. I'll probably giggle a little bit. Poo is the, the name of the bear in the film. Let's talk about that. It's not for a even second. spelled like the fecal matter poo. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Why why would A. A. Mill name him poo? Like. What was his goal? What was his end goal? Is that a British thing? Because I think that, like, saying instead of saying, like, duty or something, I think the Brits call it poo, you know? Uh, I Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he just liked poo. Like, I mean, maybe. he liked the concept of poo. Um, it's going to be I, a hard think... one. You might want to mute me for a while. <laughs> are, you, are you giggling right now about the Yeah, I am. Poo? I'm smiling right now. <laughs> I'm smiling too, but it's just because I'm having a great time with you recording a podcast. I'm smiling at my at myself <laughs> for saying the word "poo." You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you. Christopher Robin is a movie that came out recently from Disney. Our old friends Disney. They Our made a movie. Disney. They went and they made a movie. Um, and they they this steered movie... away from what they're good at and made a movie. Yeah. They're really branching out of their shells, and they went and they made a movie for us. Um, they're a doing a film, that, some might say. Some I would call this more of a movie than a film. Um, yeah, you're right. We we'd have to consult Steven Spielberg to see what he thinks about that. Yeah, because he makes films. Well, no, he doesn't. Because when Ready Player One came out, he kept telling us this is not a film; it's a movie. 
And but what does that mean? What it means is it was a bad movie that I hated. <laughs> oh. Um, it's because he knew it was bad, and so people didn't want to say, why did you make this bad film? And he's like, no, no, this is a movie. Yeah, a lot of people have been debating on what the difference is really between film and movies. I would say I'd the say difference... quality. Yeah, films are good, movies are bad. Fight Club is a movie. The Lion King, mm-hmm. one and a half, is a film. One and a half. Yeah, that's the the best of the Lion King trilogy. It, it is a good one because it's the most satirical. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Out Detective, of all the Lion King movies. Detective Pikachu is going to be a film. Um, okay, I'm listening. Where is this coming from? I have not heard about this film. No, Clint, you haven't heard about Detective Pikachu? I haven't, and I still play Pokemon Go. <laughs> I got rid of that a while ago. Detective Pikachu is a movie. Listen, you, no, are you sitting film. down? You're no, I you're right. It's down. a film about Pikachu. Also, my name's Kelp. You called me Clint, so just saying. Let me ask you a question, Clint. That's what if Pikachu? What if What if Pikachu was a detective and he was voiced by Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if okay, this situation was reality? I'm listening. That's all I got for you. That's what Detective Pikachu is. That's what the is. movie is. That's really all we know at this point. It doesn't come out until 2019 at some point. Oh, I hope he cusses. <laughs> it's like Ted. Oh, I hope Pikachu cusses. Please let Pikachu say a bad word. I hope it's uh, directed by, what's the guy who directs Family Guy? Or um, Oh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, I hope, I hope Detective be Pikachu bad. is Seth MacFarlane. Uh, it would. It would be more of a movie than a film. Or Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah, <laughs> Miyazaki Detective Pikachu movie could be interesting. I feel like it could be. It'd be very surrealist. It would be more of a, it would be more of a thinker, you know. It would really make you think about that question: What if Pikachu was a detective? Hayao Miyazaki has never made a movie in his life. He has only made films. You're right. Um, oh, we're not here to talk about Detective Pikachu, though. How do no, we get here? But boy, we- boy, howdy. If we're not doing this podcast by then, I'm raising you from the dead, and we're talking about it, by God. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's really probably going to be the climactic episode of this podcast. Yeah, we're shutting it down after that. But today we're here to talk about Christopher Robin. It's a movie mm-hmm. that Disney... Ah! It's a film that Disney went and made for us. And movie. You're it's wrong. About, um, it's about Christopher Robin. Um, oh, yeah, we decided it's a movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's about Christopher Robin. What if Christopher Robin was grown up? And what is a big boy? What if he was kind of mean to Pooh sometimes? <laughs> yeah, that was disturbing. <laughs> what if he like just didn't have time for Pooh? Is the, is the concept of here? Um, it's no time for Pooh. He's played by TV's Ewan McGregor. I don't know if he's ever been on TV. He's more of a film he has, I believe. Um, I haven't seen him in that many things really. Let me ask you a question about the pronunciation of his name. Do you pronounce it? Ewan McGregor, or do you pronounce it Obi-Wan Kenobi? Obi-Wan <laughs> Because Because I, when I see him on screen, I just, that's that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, absolutely Pooh. it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. And did you notice the part where he was fighting the fake Heffalump, and he uh, had his umbrella that he was using as a sword, and he swung it around like a lightsaber? Yeah. Like he Good. did a Jedi swing. He did one of those Jedi loopy-loops. Yeah, he well, he's been trained. Mm-hmm. He's been trained in the heffalump fighting arts. Um, and he had the high ground. He did, with the heffalump that didn't exist. Spoilers, sorry, we're not there yet. Um, oh, dang it, okay. 
So yeah, we're we're here to talk about that movie. Um, and obviously, the reason we decided to talk about this one is because poo is a subject matter that was from uh, it's been around for a long time. Um, mm. It has. So we since the war, <laughs> since since the war. I meant for that not to be funny. <laughs> I think it, what it war did, did you even mean? The war, dang it! Okay. You know the big one, one of the one of the ones that involved our world. I can't remember if it was the first or the second one. Yeah, well, Obi Wan uh, was in like when there's a scene where he's like going off to the war in this movie. Yeah, so. I never thought I wanted to see Christopher Robin in combat, but <laughs> yeah, he's like, in the war. Vivid combat of people dying. It could be the War of eighteen twelve. I really don't know which one. <laughs> I think it was the second. I think it was the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he went to Texas. <laughs> Why did you bring up the war? Were you going to say something about that? Oh, no, no, no. Not, not ju- just that. Um, I believe A.A. A. Milne um, was a veteran. And so he re- he came up with the concept of Winnie the Pooh kind of mm-hmm. as his PTSD coping mechanism gotcha. to connect back to his child. As okay. displayed in another... Um, most recent Pooh adaptation, Goodbye, Christopher Robin, which came out in 2017. Uh, yeah, that's something that I like have heard of only because when I was looking for hot takes online for later in this mm-hmm. episode, I saw people referencing that, and I don't know what that is. It, it's it's the origin story of A. A. Milne writing Christopher or writing Winnie the Pooh. Okay. That's really all it is. So it's about him like, finding being a Neverland, jerk, basically. But poo. Yeah, it's finding Neverland, but with Pooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is wh- how I would have described this movie if mm-hmm. I didn't know that Goodbye Christopher Robin existed. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but Clint, what was your experience with Winnie the Pooh as a character when you were a child? Um, I I had the. I'm books. sorry, Kelp. Kelp is your name. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for correcting yourself. But um, I had the books. I never read them. Um, just because they were long, they were long books and they had little illustrations in them. I remember, mm-hmm. um, but I did watch the TV show frequently. Okay. Um, it was very pleasant. Um, I remember not really liking it that much as a kid, mostly because it was I'm not going to say mature, um, you know, in its subject matter, but it definitely wasn't as like bright colored and silly and whimsical as some may say a spongebob is it's very melancholy like that's it is kind very of melancholy something that Pooh is in general and that's just, and that's its point it's very for something where a little boy plays with you know anthropomorphic stuffed animals it's very realistic in its yeah. tone yeah well <laughs> are you saying that's a sad situation that a no boy... i'm i'm oh well, yes i mean christopher robin definitely is like disturbed no he's not yeah. he's a boy well okay obi-wan kenobi christopher robin maybe mm-hmm. it's he's a, seen some stuff it's a weird choice that like they just kind of go with Pooh is really a real stuffed animal walking it around is. In this world isn't it it's not like he goes off to a magical dream world where Pooh is real it's like they're just and like who no. escapes from the magical dream world they're like no no this is real no they're just like Pooh's in london now like here he mm-hmm. is here he is, London. Are you ready for Pooh? He's here. Are you giggling yeah. at Pooh again? Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, Here's P- <laughs> You're, you really are. You're the worst. But yeah, one thing that I'm glad that the movie didn't do, I uh-huh. suppose, um, I'm kind of 50-50 on this, was that whenever he like entered into the um, 
the the poo world, you know, the hundred acre wood. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that he didn't like turn into a cartoon, you know. Well, that could have been interesting though. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> if he was like a stuffed animal man or something. No, I, I know what you well, mean the, though. Uh, that would have been creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was imagining. He was turned into a Muppet. It turned it turns it yeah, either like a Muppet or like a like Tim Burton like stop motion. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean this movie's kinda spooky. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. There's it's got a bit of spookiness to it. It's got a little bit of spook to this one. Um yeah, my experience with Pooh as a kid was similar to you. I just Pooh was always a, a figure that was present in my life, much like Santa Claus, I guess. Um, <laughs> he was always there. I I was aware of the existence of the TV show that you referenced. I think it was on Disney Channel, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I ever really watched it because I didn't have Disney Channel when I was young. But well, neither I, did I. But I had the movies. Uh, okay, like the actual movies. Well, I had some VHS movies as well. But I th- one of them was definitely like the old. Disney one that's just like a few stories from Pooh's life you know the one where he like throws a stick in the pond and or the creek in it they're like racing sticks or whatever yeah the one where he gets audited by the IRS which is (laughs) (laughs) the one where uh Ross and Rachel get back together for the third time um yeah typical Pooh stuff yeah and I I liked Pooh I thought I I don't think I really felt strongly one way or the other um, he's a bear that likes honey. I always thought the honey looked like cheese. That's something that I can it did. remember. I was always like, why do they call this honey? It's clearly like cheese fondue. This is not, why do they eat honey? This is clearly a fondue. There was one Pooh movie. I think, let me get the name right. I think it was called Pooh's Great Adventure. Uh-huh. Uh, Pooh's Grand Adventure. The Search yeah. for Christopher Robin. Um, that's a movie that we owned on VHS when I was a kid, and I actually rewatched it recently, like a few weeks ago, in preparation for seeing Christopher Robin. I just mm-hmm. wanted to watch a poo thing, and that was on Netflix. Um, oh, I was on Netflix. Okay, it is. Um, I don't really recommend it. It's very strange and kind of like it's it's very sad because it's about like Christopher Robin leaves him forever, or they think he does, but really he's just mm-hmm. gone to school. It's also just really weird. There's like a song. Where they're like, like, so the 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 idea is they take this letter to Owl that Christopher Robin wrote to Pooh. That's like, I'm going to school. I'll be back today. But they read it wrong because he spilled honey on it. And Owl tells them that he went to this to the land of Skull, and like they all think that Christopher Robin's like dead or dying, and they go off mm. looking for him. And like, it's just it's so strange. Um, it's kind of sad. Like the whole movie, the whole movie is really depressing because you you really are meant to believe that Christopher Robin has left him. I and think he's dead. He's left I, this world. <laughs> I didn't think I I never really thought about how melancholy Pooh is in general until we started talking about it. But really, every piece of Pooh subject matter is kind of sad. Yeah, Christopher Robin in like every episode, if I'm not thinking correctly, wasn't he like at some point kind of a jerk to Pooh? <laughs> and then, I don't know. And then Pooh was just like unyieldingly kind to him. Yeah, that's Pooh's whole thing. He's just a kind bear. Yeah. They should make another movie about a kind bear. Yeah, and name it um Pee Pee. <laughs> Pee Pee, yeah. I was thinking um Poop Poop Poodington. Poodington Bear. <laughs> Poodington, but it's spelled P O O T I N G T O N. Yep, that's about right. <laughs> um we need to stop giggling at the word poo. Yeah, I think I'm good. Can I get like five more in throughout this whole thing? You can try. And... <laughs> uh, just be discreet about it, Kelp. 
Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. So the thousand foot view of what this movie is about, it starts with um, showing flashbacks of Christopher Robin in the Hundred Acre Wood. His dad's mean to him. Basically, he sends him to boarding school. He uh-huh. becomes a mean. He becomes a mean boy. He becomes a mean uh, boy. He becomes a mean boy. Then he becomes a businessman, which in turn makes him mean. I guess. Um, Pooh has gone to the door. Businessmen are mean. Trust me. Um, Pooh has gone to the door every single day to look for Christopher Robin, but he's not coming back, and Pooh's losing hope and his friends. And um, basically, it's about Christopher Robin regaining his joy, more or less. Yes, but in like a few different little stories as to how I feel this movie is set up. There's like Mm -hmm. it. I I didn't feel like there was an overarching plot <laughs> so to speak no not really so much as there's like just a few little messes that i guess christopher robin gets himself into and, and then he has to fix which in turn i guess makes him a better person sure i guess he i mean he seems to be by the end he cleans up the poo and he comes out better <laughs> he cl- <laughs> that's one there's one you got four more um okay so yeah that's the general idea of this movie what yeah. did you think of it overall um I am torn because it, I did not enjoy it. I found myself spacing out pretty frequently, not going to lie, because it did drag heavily in the beginning. It was very slow in the beginning, I thought. Um, but at the same time, I thought it was very pleasant and just an all-around cute movie. Yeah, I would agree so, with that. Ranking wise, I would give it like out of a ten, I'd probably give it a six point three. Six point three. Very specific. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's we probably use the point system here. Probably a seven out of ten for me. I just think Okay. It was it was fine. I enjoyed it. I would say that I did enjoy it overall. Um I really I think it's beautiful. Like the whole aesthetic of everything oh, yeah. is great, is beautifully shot. I really like the design of the stuffed animal characters. Um Overall, I just thought that there, there, I don't know, Christopher Robin, I didn't really understand his character and how he got, well, I understand how he got to this point, but there were just some things that didn't make a lot of sense to me, like, like the fact that he would drop everything and take Pooh to the, to that little cottage when he's like, first he's like, (laughs) yeah, why are you here? He's like so angry and he's like, okay, I'm going to drop everything when I have this big work deadline (laughs) tomorrow and I'm yeah, going to take you on a train <laughs> across the, thing the country. The is, is that he, like, aside from being in the train, like, uh-huh. for the 20 minutes that you got to see him work, he he didn't do a lot of work. Like No, he didn't. I don't know he how didn't he get was a prepared. Lot of time. <laughs> yeah, and then he, at the end of it, whenever he and Pooh lay together. Um, <laughs> biblically. Biblically. <laughs> um, that doesn't count as one. But um, no, 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 no. no he, he had not accomplished his goal of being efficient. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. that's my biggest plot point with this bad boy. Well, I think that's part of the idea of it, too, is like his whole his whole thing is like, oh, we should have more vacation time or we should have vacation time in the per- first place. We'll get into that right. in more depth later. But mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's sort of the point of it is like he wasn't prepared, but it all worked out. I don't know. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll get into this movie in a little b- bit more depth, but I want to address something really quickly, if it's all right with you. 
Yeah, no, totally fine. Um, this is the point in the show where we would normally have an ad, and our listeners may have noticed that we have not had an ad in a few weeks. We're kind of struggling financially because we purchased this home <laughs> to record our <laughs> podcast in. And can, can you can you put some sad music overlay of this? And oh, absolutely! It's already there. Don't you hear okay. it already? <laughs> yep, I hear it. Um, and it, it, we've fallen on hard times. Uh, we haven't had an ad in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And we don't have an ad for you this week. What we do we have is a plea. We found the sponsor for this show that we do not have as a sponsor yet that we believe would be the perfect sponsor. And I think once we get this sponsor, we won't need any more sponsors. I think this will be the sponsor that we have for the rest of eternity, I guess. Yeah, and at this point, it's not an if we get this sponsor. It's a when we nail this bad yeah, boy. When we get the sponsor, we'll... I, I think we'll really hit like peak purely nostalgia, you know? I think yeah, that's I'll when the show. I'll be able to buy my own recording house and you'll be able to buy yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole point is it's somewhere we can record together. Why do we need to? Uh, it'll be one long house. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. Great job. <laughs> um, but the, the sponsor that we're looking to. Um, sign a contract with is a company called crystal now it's not spelled Mm -hmm. c-r-y-s-t-a-l no 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 it's spelled k-r-y-s-t-a-l yep it's a small burger place and when i say small burger place now listen you may have thought that i meant the restaurant itself was small listen no the burgers are the small thing yes it's like white castle Quality-wise of the food, it is better than White Castle. Go ahead and at me, Northerners. I think you can still get White Castle at the grocery store here, like frozen. But you can't. It's gross, though. We don't. (laughs) Speaking of gross burgers, I've got one in the mail for me right now from Crystal. (laughs) Did you tell tell us a little bit about your experience? (laughs) Well, I I I slid into Crystal's DMs and I asked them how many retweets it would take to get uh, them to send me one single Crystal, just one. Because, you know, that, that one guy was like, hey, Wendy's, how many retweets for Nuggets for Life? No. I just want one crystal. Crystal, I want one. one. I want one to eat and enjoy. I can't eat it until after I finish Whole30. So even though it's going to get here in my mailbox. Um, and It's, it's going to wait a little bit. Yeah, it's going to have to wait like 20 more days. But um, <laughs> yeah, they responded gr- very graciously and said three. Three is fine. So Well, they, they seemed... They seemed bothered by your question because they said, um, three? I don't think they believed that I could do it, but Clint, would you like to tell them how many retweets I am at at this very moment? Let me, let me log on to the twit. And, um, before I say the actual number, I would like to say I was your third. You were my third. You got me there. I, I was. And then I said, I said something about um you know being proud that i was your third and crystal liked the tweet so i've peaked pretty much yeah you did but uh you are up to 22 retweets and 51 likes and i just want to say that i couldn't have done this without any of my please please stop whoa (laughs) that was abrupt No more applause, please. Uh, I couldn't have For done this. For a small town boy, that's pretty good. I couldn't have done this without any of my followers. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't wait to enjoy that sweet, sweet crystal that they sent me in the mail after 
the September 19th um, when I can eat whatever I want again. You also got a retweet from the CEO of Crystal, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> that's that's a true fact. I was like, who's yeah. this random guy? And then CEO of Crystal, it was in his bio, and he looks like he's the real deal. So, yeah. Uh, it said that... husband, father, CEO of Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the bio that the real CEO of Crystal would have. So I knew it was legit. Yep. Um, so, yeah, but like I said, we just come with a simple plea to get today. We don't have an ad. We just want to ask Crystal. If any representatives of Crystal are out there listening, sponsor our show. Yeah, please. please. And it doesn't even have to be sponsoring the show. Sponsor an episode. Sponsor, well, if well, they don't sponsor us anymore after one, we'll probably end the show because I can't see like... Yeah, because we can't afford to, that anymore. I can't... I don't see like why we would want to go on after Crystal ends their sponsorship. Who dumped us? Uh, we live. We Fair love enough. you, Crystal. CEO of Crystal, if you're listening, I am actually going to send this episode to that guy. Ah, please. Uh, he didn't have open DMs, but I'll just tweet it at him. See if he listens. I'm telling Surprise! Him. The CEO of Crystal does not have open DMs. I have, I have to figure out how to craft a message that will make him want to like click that link. Just say like, "Hey, we talked a lot about Crystal in this episode. All positive, all very positive. Please sponsor our show. We love you very much. God bless." Tell you what. Tell you what. After we stop recording, I'm gonna go get me a Crystal. You should. You should. Hey, listeners, <laughs> tweet us pictures of you of you eating, eating a crystal. crystal with the hashtag purely nostalgia crystal. Or crystal, crystal clear, purely nostalgia, loving this podcast, and it's all hashtags. So <laughs> no, let's do purely nostalgia crystal so that people actually do it. Okay, because or I pee want this in to crystal. Happen. Or no, no, don't pee in crystal. No, don't. The, no, the, listen, don't pee in crystal unless it's tempting, in the bathroom and they're clean, as clean, clean, clean as it bathrooms. might be. As tempting as it might be to walk into an open crystal and urinate, um, don't, don't do that. <laughs> That's all we had to say about that. I think we can talk about Crystal. Uh, Christopher. <laughs> See, listen, listen to that. <laughs> Christopher I said, Robin. Crystal for Robin. Oh, we have to incorporate Crystal into every movie title we've done. Spry Crystal. Spy, Spy Crystal, Crystal 2. <laughs> Spy, Spy, Spy Incristables. Incristables. Um, SpongeBob. Max Crystal's uh, big move. Max Crystal. <laughs> no, no, no. I like Max Keeble's big crystal. <laughs> 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 it's just him and a crystal. <laughs> it's a normal sized burger. <laughs> he just—he thinks it's a big crystal. Wow, this is one big crystal. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> just oh, wow, the idea. Much easier than I thought. The idea of someone just seeing a normal burger and thinking it's a big crystal is comedy gold to me. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. The SpongeBob SquarePants crystal. Yeah. The SpongeBob Chris- crystal. SpongeBob Sponge out of crystal. Yeah. That's all of them. And now Crystal for Robin. Uh in in conclusion, thank you Crystal for your partnership. Uh we love you yeah. very much. We need to start talking about this movie. Yeah. Back uh, to and back to the subject matter. All right. So let's dive right in. Yep. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought about Max Keeble's big crystal again. <laughs> And he's just staring at it like, I can't handle this. <laughs> this is too big of a crystal for one boy. <laughs> I think Josh Peck would stroll in and just devour the whole thing. <laughs> Slob some chili on that. 
he's on the bus and he looks down. He goes, "Sweet, a crystal." Crystal, a crystal rolls out from underneath the bus. But it rolls like like a square thing would. So it's like, but on, but on, but on, but on. They're going up a very steep hill. <laughs> oh. uh, back to Christopher Robin. Crystal for Robin. Here we go. Um, so this movie, like you said, it starts out with him as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I want to ask you, what did you think about the the design of the characters? Because we get to see all of them at this little table in the first scene. Um, our, our friends Pooh and his and his pals. What did you think about their design? Yeah, very well done, but also really dingy. Yeah, they yeah, were super kinda, dingy, kind of grunge. <laughs> like he didn't take kind of grunge, kind of punk rock, you know. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they're a little bit like worn down, you know, they look yeah, like Christopher they'd... Robin didn't take good care of his toys. Well, it's been a long time. It's been years. Well, no, and this is the beginning woods. of the movie. No, so in the beginning. And he that's also true. leaves them in the woods. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he just leaves them in the woods every day and comes <laughs> back out and plays with them. Um, I thought it was very interesting that rabbit was a real rabbit. What? Yes, exactly. Um, it wasn't a stuff. He wasn't a stuffed animal. He was an just owl. an anthropomorphic rabbit. Yeah, yeah owl which, and rabbit were real. Which makes sense because they're animals that you would find in a forest. Yeah, and and if my memory serves me correctly, owl you know flew in the movies, so he was probably a real owl. In yeah, that too. There was never supposed to be any interpretation of him being stuffed. I guess. Yeah, and even the way they're animated in the original movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like you can, like you can tell, it, Rabbit was meant to be a real rabbit. But I had never yeah. thought about that personally before. It's just, it's kind of weird um, looking at it. And um, yeah, it, it makes sense. I just, I, it really caught me off guard. I somehow missed that in the trailers that he was a real rabbit. Um, yeah. You know, he's kind of the Squidward of this universe. He's kind of oh, like... Oh, hey, 100% he's the Squidward. Hey, come on. Hey, leave me alone. That's what he... I'm that's a what rabbit. Here's my rabbit impression. Hey, come mm-hmm. on. Leave me alone, Very guys. Good. Hey, guys. <laughs> leave me alone, Piglet. He turned, his, he turned Hasidic. <laughs> hey, hey, Pooh. Leave me alone, will ya? Hey, I'm leave trying to... Leave me alone. I'm trying to watch my stories. I'm trying to eat a carrot, Pooh. Um, what did you think about their voices? Uh, good voice work, I thought. Yeah. Um, you know, the guy, uh, Jim Cummings, who voiced Pooh and uh-huh. Tigger for, you know, eternity, right. reprised the role. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, it was a very, it was very good. It was very strange, I guess, to see Pooh's voice coming out of that real body. It is a little jarring. Yeah. Um, he actually but, only vo- voiced Pooh or Tigger for the last like ten years or so. That's the, true. The that's original true. Tigger voice died, and then he took over, and he sounds just like the original guy. It's just really like weird. Him. Yeah. It's like why weren't you doing it all along? No disrespect. But, <laughs> yeah, it, it, originally for this movie, Jim Cummings was going to voice just Pooh, uh-huh. and I'll give you one guess for a Scottish actor that was going to voice Tigger. Billy Boyd. Yep, Billy Boyd. No, that's the only uh, one I know. It's Chris O'Dowd. He's he's probably not Scottish, is he? <laughs> Billy Boyd's Irish, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. I don't gotta look this up is. now. He's Billy Boyd is a Scottish actor. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hey. But no, it was uh, Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, that's the other gonna... one that I know. Okay. Yeah. That would have been would... interesting. It would have because I don't. They they did like a version where Chris O'Dowd voiced some of it, uh-huh. and it was just in like a Chris O'Dowd voice. You know his Scottish accent. And test audiences were like, what is this? (laughs) 
Yeah, that would be really weird. Because what, what Tigger is, what has is a, a very Scottish iconic accent? voice. Yeah, let me let me do a it's Scottish like, accent real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, what what's a word? Um, say crikey um, with a with a Scottish accent. No, that's accent. that's that's Australian. Um, what, know, what, that was what the joke, they, you idiot. What do they say in Brave? Uh, uh oi, I'm Merida. But they don't say oi. Oi, I'm Merida. Ah, uh, no, I can't do this. Merida, but, my um, mom, me mum turned into a bear, eh? Me, me, me mum turned into a bear. What nah. about a spot of tea and some crumpets? It talks like this. This is Scottish. Yeah, there he is. There it is. That's pretty good. Hey, oi, I'm Tigger. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. But Chris O'Dowd, um, Tony Award-nominated actor Chris O'Dowd, uh-huh. was originally supposed to voice Tigger, but they said, no, sir. And yeah. so Jim Cummings just kind of took on the role as well. Good decision. Hey, smart uh, Jim decision. Cumming was was perfectly suited, and if he was already in the movie, it would make no sense for him to not be voicing him. Exactly, unless they were like, "How can he do two? Take a look at Eddie Murphy." Well, <laughs> take take a page out of Eddie Murphy's book. Seth MacFarlane, listen to these oh. pros; they know how to yeah. voice every character. Eddie Murphy, little known fact: Eddie Murphy voiced Donkey, Fiona, and Shrek. <laughs> Well, I can't wait till our Shrek episode to talk about that. Nobody seems to know that. Nobody really knows that. Um, it is weird that like Pooh and Tigger are and Eeyore are the voices that we've all recognized, um, and and then like Piglet and Rabbit are just new voices. Rabbit is uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, Doctor Who. Um, you know, Let me look. you know, you know that one that one actor who played Doctor Who. For like, yeah, oh yes, no, I, I actually do know who you're talking about. I've IMDb pulled up here. I know, but I'm just, I was making the joke that a lot of actors have played Doctor Who. Can you go ahead oh, and laugh yes. at it? Laugh at the yeah. joke I made? Let's, let's try that again. Um, uh, do you know that one actor that played Doctor Who? Ha ha. Um, Peter, Peter Guys, Capaldi. Peter Capaldi is his name. Yeah. I'm probably butchering that. And then uh, Brad Garrett from Everybody uh-huh. Loves Raymond. Um. He he didn't originally voice Eeyore. He only started later on. Wait, but I didn't know that's who that was. Yeah. Whoa. But it's so, the perfect choice. But he has done it in other things before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He okay. he's done it in like direct to TV movies and stuff yeah. of Eeyore and like audio books, I think. Now the original guy was the Optimus Prime guy, right? Ah, uh, what? I think no. I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure the original Eeyore actor was. The Optimus Prime voice actor. Oh, bother. (laughs) That's what Pooh says, you fool. I am very sad. Okay, yeah. So Peter Cullen voiced um, Eeyore back in the day, and he was also the voice of Optimus Prime, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Once you really start thinking about the voices, they're pretty similar. What's one thing that Pooh, or I'm sorry, Eeyore says? Uh, Boy, am I sad. Boy, am I sad. That's, I, did, I couldn't, like, if, were you making a joke that that was Optimus Prime? Because it sounded like Eeyore to me. Yep, it was Eeyore. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, I'm made of a car. Yeah, that's another thing that Eeyore says. That in Eeyore movie. always said. <laughs> One of his, and then Optimus his Prime's always phrases. like, can you hand me my tail? Um, <laughs> so. I'm a furry, can you hand me my tail? <laughs> Um, Owl doesn't really like. I don't care about his voice. He's just Owl. Kanga and Rue, they don't really have like iconic voices, so I don't no. even remember what they sounded like in the movie. But um, Rabbit and um, Piglet, we haven't talked about Piglet's voice yet. 
Yeah. Didn't sound a thing like the original pick. <laughs> no, not at all. And you could tell they weren't really trying to, which is fine. That's a choice to make. Yeah, Nick Muhammad is the guy that voiced Piglet in this version. Yeah. And I want you to look at his picture because he doesn't look like a Piglet to me. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'm looking at it. Uh, he, he just kind of an anxious Brit, you know? Yeah. The, the original Piglet, that was his regular voice. Like, people don't know that. <laughs> Wait, really? That was... Yeah, he wasn't putting on. That was his actual voice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so the the voices, I thought it was strange that some of them were sounded like the original and some of them were just totally different. I think yeah. it would have made sense to do one or the other and not just like mix and match what you're doing with the voices there. But fine, you know, Rabbit's not really that big of a deal. I don't really care about his voice. Piglet was different, but I, I liked it. I thought he the performance was good. All. Yeah, it, it, the performance was good. It was just like, oh, that's different. Um, and so then, you know, the 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 like first chunk of the movie after that sort of prologue scene is when Piglet just decides to walk through the door that Christopher Robin always came through, and he just ends up in London. And Obi Wan Kenobi, you, you mean Winnie the Pooh? You said Piglet. Is that? Did I say that? You did. I'm sorry. Help. Um, it's okay. So Obi-Wan Kenobi is too busy for his family. He's working too hard. And it's yeah. a, it's a little bit caricature-y how they decide to show that. But that's fine. It's a kid's movie, you know? Yeah, he's he is the efficiency manager at a luggage company. Uh-huh. He's kind of the dad and elf. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, and there, there's a scene at the end where it's the it's the exact same scene from Elf. It's like mm-hmm. your your kid's missing. Are you gonna stay for this important business meeting, or are you gonna leave? Uh, I'm gonna leave, and that's like his big moment. Uh, um, I'm gonna leave because my child is missing. Child if is I don't missing. look, if I don't look for my child, I'm complicit in their murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but yeah, did did you enjoy? I mean, this is where a lot of the humor is. The, this movie is surprisingly funny. I will say that yes. about the movie. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the jokes. I really can't remember any of them off the top of my head. It was several weeks ago when I saw this, but yeah. it's a funny movie. The way Pooh just kind of interacts in the real world is very funny. It, his little belly is so cute. He's got a good his, little belly. He's got a cute little Pooh belly. A little belly full of Pooh. <laughs> Three. It's it's not a belly full of Pooh. <laughs> it's a belly full of honey. That makes Pooh. Yeah. Um, man, I like seeing him with honey all over his sticky self. I do enjoy watching that. Walking through the Robin's house. Uh-huh. Just kind of kind of making a mess. It's kind of weird to me to think that Christopher Robin's full name, is, his his first name is Christopher, and his last name is Robin. I always just thought, he's Christopher Robin. That's his name. Yeah, that is his name, not Mr. Robin. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I prefer Chris now. <laughs> In his teenage years, I'm Chris Robin. Yeah, Chris Rock. What if Chris Rock was was uh, played Obi Wan Kenobi in this movie? Yeah, I know. I be... know what I said. <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. That would be good. A good, good movie. Um. So yeah, and then so the next kind of chunk of the movie is when he so he decides to take Pooh to this mm-hmm. cottage where his family is gone because he was supposed to go on vacation with them. Yeah, um, but he couldn't because he's got to figure out how to design suitcases more efficiently. <laughs> he's in charge of efficiency, so he's got to cut the cost by twenty percent, which is like yeah. a big thing to ask someone to do for a business in twenty. In a hours. weekend, twenty yeah. percent is like that's subs <laughs> for that's the incredibly company. substantial for he's a gotta, company. He's got to come up with a plan, and uh, he does it. He pulls it off, but 
Yeah, some hijinks happen along the way. Yeah, some things happen. Some some friends are discovered. So basically, yeah, Pooh wanders through the door. He he is there to save Christopher Robin. Uh huh. He is there to collect his blood debt and bring Christopher <laughs> Robin back to the Hundred Acre Woods. Yeah. And um, along the way, Christopher, like you said, he takes Pooh for whatever reason back to the Hundred Acre Wood. Yeah, he wants to get rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> just like he, it's just so weird. He turned up in his yard and he's like, "I'm going to drive you across the country." I we're going to take a train. Yeah, across the country for for to take you back because I'm mad that you're here. Because he he like he show he turns up in London. And the cottage is in Sussex. Sussex. So, let me let me find the distance between London to Sussex. An hour and fifty four minutes. By car, right? By by car. Yes. Okay. So a train is significantly slower than a car, as uh, we found out in Back to the Future. <laughs> but that's true. Back to the Future Three. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they go there, <laughs> and Christopher Robin. Would not go to Sussex with his family, but a poo, but a poo bear came out of a tree and ate some honey. And he said, now I will go to Sussex. And now Sussex for me, because this bear has come from tree. He's an important bear, though. He's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, he's worth billions of dollars. This man does not love his family at the beginning (laughs) of the movie at all. Obi-Wan Kenobi is a bad father. Did you? I love the part where his daughter Madeline was trying to ask him to read a story to uh-huh. her, and he's like, "Oh, well, yes, of course." And she like reaches over to grab like a storybook, and he reaches over and grabs like the Golden Age or something, <laughs> or the Gilded Age, and starts reading to her about like the fall of Russia and Imperial Russia. And she's like, "Never mind. I just remembered. I'm really tired." Never mind, Daddy. I'm tired. <laughs> she's so nice, and he's just like so clueless. He's yeah. a bad, bad father. How He's did Christopher bad Robin turn out this way? Yeah, no, it's because it's because the real world is uh, not not that kind to you. <laughs> so he goes all the way to Sussex, ends up in the one hundred acre wood, which I guess is just a real geographical place. Place that you can just go yeah. to. It's like Eden. Um, where I thought they were going to end up going with this before Pooh actually showed up was I thought that. The little girl was going to be playing out in the woods while she was at the cottage, and she would find Winnie the Pooh and like hang out with him. And then they'd be like, "We need to go save our daddy from being a jerk." And they would like take a train to London and save him. Now that uh, did happen. Well, that happens but later. Later on, I feel like that would have been more believable than Christopher Robin dropping everything in his life to go to go to Sussex to take Winnie the Pooh back to his tree hole. Um, oh, so you're saying, so you're saying that in your version of this. Yes, who that's never how discovers go. Christopher Robin. Uh, yeah, I think it would have been made. Like, how poignant would that have been for like the little girl to like go in here and she's like, oh, maybe she's like, you know, I've seen like my dad has drawings of you from when he's a oh. kid or whatever. And then these like, are the drawings that my, like, my father you? is feverishly sketched in his dreams. And they're like, are you Christopher Robin? And she's like, no, he's my father. And they, like, bond over that, and she's like, he doesn't have time for me anymore. And Pooh's like, oh, we got to go to London and help him. A good Pooh voice. Just like that, and that would be the exact dialogue that they use in my version of the film. Well, let me tell you the reason that that version, which ideally would probably have been better, did not play out. Uh Uh-huh. The reason is because they cast Ewan McGregor in this film. 
Uh, true. And so That's they a very wanted good point. they wanted him to be the star. That would make the daughter the star. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna put Obi Wan Kenobi in your movie, he's got to be in most of the movie. Yeah, he Obi Wan is not a third name actor. He is top of the bill. Now, now listen here. How about we make uh, Madeline Millie Bobby Brown? <laughs> okay, we make, I'm listening. And we make Christopher Robin someone like um, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. That's very good. <laughs> he has not grown up. He it, has just grown out. <laughs> it would have been much, much, much sadder, this movie. <laughs> oh, yes, because Millie Bobby Brown cannot exude joy in any way. Well, yeah, and I just mean the fact that Christopher Robin is now Danny DeVito. It's just, it's not comfortable. Oh, yeah, that would have been strange. Um, but what, what does Christopher Robin went do when he gets into the 100-acre wood? Okay, we, we've talked, we've said a lot of negative things about this movie, and I, I keep on coming back to the fact that I really did like this movie. I don't think it was a masterpiece, but I liked a lot of things about it. So Not a film, just a movie. Sorry, yes, you're right. Um, in the 100 acre wood, I just, I love that whole sequence. Like just the way I felt watching it, um, made me feel a lot of feelings. It's great. It made me feel very happy watching it and very childlike, which they, that was obviously their goal, Mm -hmm. but, um, they, they executed it perfectly. It was exactly what a live action Winnie the Pooh movie should look like. Exactly. Would, and the and like the shots where he's sitting on the log next to Pooh and Pooh kind of leans on him like, oh, just money, money. Yeah, almost made me cry. Not I'm lie. not really a crier during movies. I get emotional. I get choked up, but I don't, I didn't, I didn't cry in this movie. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. really even come close to it, but I, I like, in my Android brain, I did think a few times like, oh, this is a time when a human would cry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're also an efficiency manager machine. And you uh, thought for max efficiency <laughs> of viewing, this would be the optimal time to shed tears. I, I will tell you, there is one uh, sort of trope in a movie that does make me cry always. Can I guess? Yeah, you're going to be wrong. Go ahead. Um, it's when animals, it's when soldiers come home to their animals. No. <laughs> it's a lot less specific than that. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it's also um, just not that at all. <laughs> It's it's when a grandmother finds out that her daughter is pregnant with twins. Get out Hello? of my head. <laughs> How did you know that? <laughs> no, that's really it. Oh. Well, yeah. No. Okay, so for real, it's it's when usually like a father figure, not always though, tells his son that he's proud of him. Like a or like a it doesn't have to be a father, though. Just, like, someone that, like, throughout most of the movie has been kind of a curmudgeon, like, and then mm-hmm. the main character's, like, pursuing their passion, and at the end, they don't even necessarily have to say, like, I'm proud of you. Even just, like, a, a glance of, like, I approve of this thing that you've done in, like, a dance movie or something. Like, yes, pursue your passion of dancing instead of playing football, whatever. That will yeah. make me ball. Always. Really? Yes. Always. Oh, man. Um well. Now I know what. Now I know the type of movie to make to make you cry. You can use that against me. What do you have a a thing that always makes you cry in movies? Um, it's usually, oh boy, it's usually like whenever people that are in love have been separated for a while, uh-huh. and then they see each other, and they don't even look emotional, but they look stunned. Mm. No, that's that's what gets me. That's a pretty good one too. Yeah, I yeah yeah, but anyway. I did not cry. The, in this none film of those moments of happened in this film. <laughs> <laughs> no, movie. not at all. Um, but yeah, in general, that whole 
it is weird that like Pooh just disappears at some point, and then the movie becomes about trying to find Pooh. So he finds all the other friends, and like everything's dark and scary, and they think he's been taken by heffalumps. Mm -hmm. That I was just a little confused there. I was like, why? Why is this what the movie's about now? (laughs) Yeah, jog my memory. Where was Pooh? I think he just turns up again, doesn't he? I guess. it's it's I honestly after don't remember. Well, well, Obi Wan Kenobi has to defeat the fake Heffalump that doesn't exist, and so the idea is like their pall of sadness is gone because Christopher Robin has returned and he's he's playing with them again. You Christopher know? Robin playing again. Yeah, yeah, he actually says that, doesn't he? Yeah, I thought that was an original idea from my head, but it's actually a, a line from the movie. A line from the movie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Pooh's Poo just comes back and after he defeats the 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 heffalump and the woozles um mm-hmm. and i like that i think that works um i like the idea that he had to like play with them to like save the hundred acre wood from this non-existent threat i just feel like that whole chunk of the movie feels like it could have been a whole different thing and not been related to the rest of the movie you know what i mean yeah um, no, that almost could have been a whole movie by itself. Right. It, and maybe it should have been. And, and and that makes sense because the original Winnie the Pooh movie re- released by Disney is just like several different stories. Yeah. Um, it's an anthology, some might say. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, he comes back and Pooh is in their meeting spot. He's in the, he's like. At, <laughs> he's in the boardroom. <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's sitting on the lawn. And yep. at the, after he defeats the the thing that doesn't exist, he's like, "Oh, I know where Pooh is," and he goes there, and Pooh's there. Ah, uh, so, yes. Which is, uh, uh, that was just uh, it's it's strange to me that that that's the the payoff. Oh, he's just there. I don't know that whole it's section sitting, of the movie sitting is waiting. Pooh is very patient. I will say that he's a very patient bear. That whole section of the movie is the best looking section of the movie, and it's the mm-hmm. part that makes the least sense with the story. I think. Right. Um. But then, so he, he goes out, and he's like, I got to go back to work. This has been fun. And it's like the movie could be over there, but it's not. You know, there's got to be more conflict there's to There's got to be more. You have to see. You know what those children in the audiences were craving? What? I got to see Christopher Robin back at the office. <laughs> You're right. That's I got to see how this board meeting goes. Enough of him playing with animals in the woods. I came to see Christopher Robin, but an adult. I want to see him I... in a board meeting. Yeah, he's worked on efficiency. I want to see that Gantt chart that he made. He made to measure efficiency and productivity. Uh, yeah, I would have frankly enjoyed more of that. More, more mm-hmm. powerpoints, honestly. Yeah, more slides. They made a PowerPoint, but it was really weird looking. Well, it's a paper PowerPoint. A paper PowerPoint, also known as a book, which he leaves in the. <laughs> You're right. That's what a book is. <laughs> he leaves it in the hundred acre wood, and they. Well, have he to get doesn't. It. He doesn't leave it. Tigger finds his briefcase right. and then takes out his papers and is like, this is garbage. I want to put some sticks in here. <laughs> These are mine now. <laughs> These um, are my papers. And so and then right around that time, when he's going back to London, the mom's like, hey, daughter, go play in the woods. And that's when she runs into them, Yeah, um, which is what I thought would have happened earlier in the movie. Um, yeah. They escape works. and they're real. Surprise. Yes. So she goes with these stuffed animals back to London um, on a train just by herself. Yeah, where does she get the money? Where does she get? Because train tickets cost money. There was never an exchanging of currency. She Stop said thinking, one Clint. ticket. 
She said, one ticket, please. And the guy said, oh, you're seven. Here's your ticket. Shh, shh, shh. Clint, shh. shh mm. Stop thinking. I'm, s- I'm Just sleepy. feel. I'm sorry. I'm Just sleepy. feel. I'm feeling. Just feel the warm fuzzies of, of poo. <laughs> there it is. That's number five, Two. isn't it? Nope. I got one more left. Oh, you got one left? Okay. Um, feel the warm fuzzies of poo. So they've got to get his papers back to him. So there's this... Fun scene of them kind of just going through London and, like, having a blast trying to get the papers back to Christopher Robin, who's un- unaware that they're missing until he gets mm-hmm. into the meeting and they're, like, they're gone. Um, but then we get the scene where they're, like, uh, I think his wife comes in, right? And she's, like, your daughter's missing. Yeah, which, not a good mother, not going to lie. I have no children, but what was the mother doing in the house? Eh. Like, just sitting there reading? Like, watch your daughter through the window. Be attentive. Uh, she She's a good mother. I want to give her credit. <laughs> she's a much better mother than Christopher Robin is a father. <laughs> much better mother than Christopher Robin is a mother. <laughs> That's probably true as well. He um, did nothing in birthing that child. He did nothing, as far as we know. Yeah, that was a graphic scene where they watched, the, where Pooh, over the shoulder of Christopher Robin, watched the birth of his child. <laughs> Did you like that scene where Christopher where Pooh delivered the baby? <laughs> <laughs> Pooh comes back through the tree and he's like, Christopher Robin, I haven't seen you since I delivered your child. That's not at all Robin, what Pooh sounds like. I haven't like. seen you since med school. I'm an OBGYN now. <laughs> Christopher Robin started experimenting with drugs in college. <laughs> And his friendship with Pooh just kind of grew apart. <laughs> Pooh, he and Pooh were roommates in college. <laughs> that would have well then that then the movie is just Ted. But Ted, yeah, I would have liked that better. But Pooh is a good. Oh, he's have. a good student. Pooh is a good student, and Christopher Robin comes in drunk all the time, <laughs> and he's like, "Can we go play?" And he's like, "Nah, dude, I I'm gonna go party." And he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna read." <laughs> And Pooh graduates uh, magnum cum laude. Are you and done? Did you? Yeah, I'm, d- I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Curtain. Aaron um, scene. <laughs> that was good. That was a good movie. Um, so they, they eventually, she like loses all the papers, right? The girl mm-hmm. just like, um, she yeah, slips on the stairs. They fly down the stairs. Which is kind of like a, oh man. <laughs> like that was my reaction there. I was like, <laughs> rats. Like, all this effort and they're just gone now. Um, but it's, and it's a very sweet moment when he's like, I don't care about that. Like, he finally catches up to her and he's like, I don't care about that. I'm just glad you're okay. That's yeah, a that very was, sweet moment. That was very poignant. Like mm-hmm. he, it was like, oh, he finally gets it. This is, yeah, this is a good moment in the movie. And what follows is I think the worst part of the movie. Yeah, I agree. Tell when us he, about it. Tell he, us how bad this is. He finally goes into the board meeting, um, and he tells them his plan which is just more vacation or not more vacation time vacation time vacation time in general i just i understand the logic there i don't need you to tie in the theme of the movie of like the idea of poo doing nothing and with christopher robin like solving the problem of his job you know like i would Mm -hmm. rather he just quit the job and like got a different job that took him away from his family less or like he became a writer or an artist or something something that he was happy about like he's still at the crappy job yeah like yeah he does which uh, it's i mean that's that's okay like i i like the idea of like you whatever situation you're in you can make it 
better by applying mm-hmm. good principles like vacation time. But I just, it I don't know. It's it's strange uh, that because that it feels like the movie's wrapping up, and then I just kind of was rolling my eyes at that point. I didn't understand why they chose to go in that direction. Yeah, that was a little. That was kind of a dumb solution because if you look at cost management, they're making. Let me break this down for you. Originally, uh-huh. they were making expensive luggage, right? Right. Therefore, by making the expensive luggage, they could afford to pay their employees more. Right. Now they're making cheaper luggage. They have to pay. They have to pay the employees less. These employees won't be able to afford this new luggage or a vacation because now they're having to make less money. Mm-hmm. That's the short-term goal. Long-term, well, I- if it goes well, more people will buy the luggage. They'll just be spread out. They'll make their large their market larger. Short-term, they're going to be making less money. I, I don't I, I buy Christopher Robin's plan. It might be a great plan. I don't buy the fact that these like executives just bought into it immediately. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's great good. idea. <laughs> um, I do want to see Christopher Robin too, where it's like they come back and they're like, this is not working at all. <laughs> We're not, our, Actually, our employees are not working. <laughs> they're just at the beach on holiday. <laughs> holiday. Holiday. That's a British vacation. Hey, we're going on holiday. We're not making the the bags. <laughs> um, and then that's that's basically the end of the movie. And um, then he brings his wife to his magic land. Yeah, which is I I like the idea that their whole family is just gonna play with Pooh and his friends for eternity. That's great. I, <laughs> I'm great with the movie ending that way. Yeah, Pooh is an eternal being. He has not aged, and he will not die. Yes, he has been, and he always will be. Um, correct. Well, that's that's the movie. Um, and we we've kind of said our thoughts on it. I enjoyed it. I don't I don't think I don't think it was a masterpiece. I I was expecting it to be better than it was, but I, I agree. I certainly still enjoyed it. People were anticipating this movie to be the highest grossing film of the year. Yeah. That's what people were saying. I I think that was a valid assumption. I was kind of thinking that as well. Which let me tell you where I think this movie failed in doing that. And I think that it failed in the time of the year that it came out. Okay. This is not a summer movie. It came out in July. Ooh, this would have been a great Christmas movie. It would have. This would have been the movie. best. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It would have been better. If it, if it came out in around Thanksgiving, it would have killed at the box office. I agree. It would have been better. Because um, it, it's such a warm, cozy family movie, and that's the time of your families go see movies, is at, around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, I don't really know what the Thanksgiving movie is going to be this year. I don't think there's going to be, like, a big one. You know, like, Frozen was a Thanksgiving Venom. movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> a Star th- is Born. Nutcracker, maybe? Is that a Thanksgiving? That's going to be the that's gonna be the Christmas movie, for sure. I think it's I think it comes out at Thanksgiving, though. But let me go ahead and make a judgment and say that's not going to be a good movie. I kind of think it could be lit. Listen, I was in the Nutcracker as a child. I don't know. I was in the Nutcracker, and that is not my father, Dressimer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. November second, so um, okay, it could be a Thanksgiving movie. No, it's it. It probably won't be good. But what if it is? Claire, what if it's a great movie? If it is, I'll eat a baby doll. I'm sorry that I keep calling you Clint Kelp. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, you, wait, did you just say you'll eat a baby doll? No, Clint will. Kelp will not. Okay, gotcha. Um, d- hey, can I, can I interest you in, um, 
some hot takes from online. Yeah, kind of hot. I'm kind of hungry. Gonna get some hot crystals from online. This one comes uh, to us from J Comp B six seven six zero three five. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave the movie a two out of ten, which okay. is a twenty percent on most scales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some might say all scales. And J Comp says grandkids got bored, but not grandkids one word. Grand Space Kids got bored. My grand, my grandchildren, <laughs> my, children, children, my, my incredible, children. wonderful children that I'm so proud of got bored. That's his headline. And this is what he says. I'm just going to read all these. They're not very long. Yeah. Um, this is not a movie for kids. Characters like Tigger, not in film very much. Too adult oriented. My grandkids and friend lost interest very quickly. Sad. They had to ask to see this movie. And especially my granddaughter, not granddaughter. My gr- my wonderful sweet my amazing daughter, daughter was very disappointed. Very slow moving film and sad because the potential was there. This could have been another classic. Twenty seven out of eighty people found this helpful. Wow! <laughs> and I'm gonna ho- go ahead and click no right now. That was not helpful to me. Um, here's another Mostly one because of the spacing of grandchildren. This one comes from Jack Bowen. This is okay. uh, now now Clint, get ready for this. Okay. Now, now, Jack's got a little bit of a... This is a, this is some blue humor here. So, are you oh, ready? No. I'm ready. Do we need to Jack's, bleep any? No, no. We might have to, because this is going to get ed- edgy here a little bit. Okay. Here, here. Now, Jack gave this movie a 1 out of 10. Okay. Now, here's Jack's headline for this movie. Jack says, Winnie the Poop. Ah, oh, that was supposed to be laughter. Uh, no, I think applause is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a good title. <laughs> One of the poop is what Jack says. Um, he says the movie is sad about how bad it is. <laughs> oh, high five, Jack. Dang, Jack. You got him, Jack. The movie is the slowest moving and most boring movie I've ever seen. Don't waste your wow. money on this movie unless you love Winnie the Pooh. Uh-oh, I kind of do. <laughs> but still, even then, it's not worth it. It felt so long, and the plot never advanced, kind of agree. Even all the kids wanted to leave. Do not watch. <coughs> 16 out of 47 found this one helpful. Gonna go ahead and click yes, because Jack, you freaking nailed it, my dude. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is what I needed to see. All right, we got one more. This is from Stephanie. <laughs> this is from De- Stephanie. Oh, I thought it said Stephanie Digimon. It's, <laughs> it says Stephanie Diamond. I'm ah, let's so just go sad with Stephanie now. Digimon. Yeah, it's Stephanie Digimon. Uh, she says you will cry. You know, I think that was a threat. You will cry. Yeah. I can imagine Stephanie Digimon holding a knife to my throat. You will cry, Kelp. Kelp. You will cry, Kelp. Kelp, you will cry. Um. So that's hot takes from online. Thanks for paying attention to me for a second. Yeah, you're welcome. Hey, I got something for you. Uh oh. What is it? It's sinful moments. That was stripper music. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Uh, I'm very excited. I was to having a stroke. Was stripper. what was happening? I almost just said stripper moments. <laughs> stripper mo- was sinful this, moments. This film. Let me tell you. This film. Do not take your children to it. Do well, not. That's what Jack Bowen said. No, because there is so much sex in this movie. <laughs> Can I remind you that this movie is sad about how bad it is? That's what Jack yeah. Bowen says. It's uh, very true. This how, movie tell me how Im- much sex is in this movie. 
it has implied sex because there are people there. People <laughs> imply people imply sexual intercourse. That's true. They all came from that. So this movie was incredibly innocent. There was nothing offensive about this movie. Absolutely. So why are nothing. we doing a sinful moments? Because <laughs> there's can you guess what the longest section is? Um I'm gonna say it's frightening and intense scenes. Yes, well, violence and gore. Yes. Oh, okay. That that's a different one. Okay. Yeah, exactly. There are only two categories. Violence and gore is one. You want to guess what the other one is? Uh, is it sex and nudity? <laughs> no, okay. that one doesn't exist in this movie. Ah uh, man. Uh, except it, except the for the moment where oh, I bet there's some Christopher Robin and Pooh lay with each other. <laughs> Biblically, yes. Biblically in the woods. I bet there's some uh, some crude language and crude humor isn't there profanity yes that only has one section he says oh bother no (laughs) no it says a single use of devil was mentioned what yeah that's profane i cannot watch a movie with a single use of devil even one use of devil not my movie can't take the youth group to this one they said devil and he's not real (laughs) um so some violence and gore ones uh you want to take a guess Take a stab at one of at one at some, what some of them are. Uh, Christopher Robin pretends an umbrella is a sword. Yes, that <laughs> is, is that one, one of them. That is one. Interesting. Um, I, I, let's try and guess another one. Try and guess two more. Two more. Um, mm-hmm. are there really two more? Well, there's like seven, but I'll just give you two more. Um. Okay. How are there seven? I can't think of anything. It's it's pretty sanguine. Like. This is stuff that you'd have to read into it pretty hardcore. Oh, uh, oh, 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 I know of one. Eeyore's tail is attached to his butt by a nail. <laughs> that's yep. kind of no, upsetting. No, that's not one. That's not is it one. not? It should be. No. Uh, okay, I give up. What are they? Well, uh, one of the biggest ones is that it's shown a man who uh-huh. is a veteran of World War II oh, is seen in battle yeah. with okay, explosions no, detonating around him. No, yeah, and, that that's, yeah. that's a good Thing to put in there actually because i wouldn't expect to see a war scene in a winnie the pooh movie <laughs> no, none of us would um another one is um they never refer to people by name like christopher robin they just refer to him as a man mm-hmm. um so it says a man falls into a hole dug to snare heffalumps okay and, yeah and yeah, then another does. one um a teacher smacks a ruler on a desk no okay yep that's so, it so I swear, my children will not see this film because it is too violent. It is too profane. They talk about the devil. Can't do it. Won't do it. I would say that when the teacher smacked the ruler on the desk, that's probably the point when Jack Bowen said this movie is sad about how bad it is. (laughs) When the teacher smacked the ruler on the desk, I passed out. (laughs) When the teacher smacked the ruler on the desk, I just started screaming in the theater, and they had to carry me out. (laughs) That sounds about right. I did see that on the news. Um, well, that was sinful moments. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for being sinful with me, everyone. <laughs> yeah, I had a great time. Let's go repent now. Um, let's talk about our three questions. Um, do you think this movie's good for kids? Um, no. Interesting. I think Jack Bowen would agree with you. I just think that it's kind of boring for kids. I can see that. I don't think it's primarily for kids. Yeah, I think it's more aimed at adults. Yeah. 
which answers answers the next question. Is it good for adults? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I enjoyed I think it. So. I don't think I would have loved this movie as a kid. No, I wouldn't have. I I wouldn't. I would have been like, "This is weird. I, what is a poo?" And then, uh, dang it. Okay, I'm I'm all out. <laughs> there, you're all out. Good thing we're almost done. Um, yep. I I I don't know. It depends on what you define kid as. If I was like 12 years old, I might have enjoyed this movie. So yeah, it's it's good for d- adults. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, does the movie stand the test of time for you? For for this one. I don't really want to say will it stand the test of time because that's just a prediction that could be right or wrong. I, I want to ask you this. Do you think this lives up to what you would expect a Winnie the Pooh movie to be? No. Okay. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Why and, do you say no? Just because there was less adventure than I would have wanted. Yeah, it does seem like the movie gets real low stakes toward the middle and then... yeah starts pursuing a totally different conflict at the end yeah um, which is interesting i don't know i think it feels like poo it smells like poo go ahead here's your nope, number six i'm out i'm out <laughs> um it smells like poo it feels like poo, poo. it looks like poo <laughs> dang it if, if it smells like poo and it looks like poo like if it, poo. If it feels poo. like poo in your fingers <laughs> oh gross baby toes. it's poo between your toes um, yeah, I think it feels like a poo movie. I like it. The only one that I'm saying no to for our three questions is, is it good for kids? I don't think it's great for kids. Okay. 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 So, definitively, what can we give this movie a rating of? As far as three, out of three stars, what can we give this movie? I, I don't know how to answer that, because we disagreed on some of them. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like, cumulative-wise, what are we able to give it? A two out of three, I guess. I, yeah. I gave it a seven out of ten. Yeah, I, I can. Why I can we get ch- on board with seven out of ten? We really should come up with like a metric that we can. <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole point of our three questions, though, was that we w- didn't necessarily have to just give it a numerical value, and we could use that lens to look at it each time. It well, doesn't I have, have a minor be... in accounting, and I okay. prefer for everything to be numerical. Well, how about you can give it a numerical value every time, but I'm just gonna say yes or no to those three questions. Is that okay? Yes. What so is, let's so what's ask your the rating? questions again. Is is the movie good for kids? Seven. No. Is the movie good <laughs> for adults? Three. Is the mo- will the movie stand the purely nostalgia test of time? Twelve point seven. Uh, These numbers are arbitrary. They mean nothing. <laughs> Great job. Okay, that's that's Christopher Robin, folks. We did it. We made it through this movie. Thanks we for made it. We did us. it. Um, as Eeyore says in the post credits sequence. Thank you for noticing me, us. Thank you for noticing us in this movie. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> so he's a cute little donkey. He's just sad all the time. Yeah, um, he's, a, he's a cute little donkey. Let's talk about what we're doing next on this show. Yeah, I think we I'm really excited. Yeah, we teased last time what we're doing uh, for uh, at least two episodes is we individually picked movies that we knew the other person had not seen, and we're going to watch those movies and review those. So... Up first is my pick. We did not give it away, so Eli, drumroll please. The Brave Little Toaster is my movie that I was shocked Eli had not seen. I was shocked that I haven't seen it either. Um, no, that movie I wasn't. meant a lot to me as a kid. I, and It's just a movie that I was aware of its existence, but I never got around to seeing it. So Yeah, so be... that's a movie that we're going to be reviewing uh, next week that's... or next time. It's a movie about a toaster. I'm really interested to see how this plays out. It's like pre-Pixar Pixar, kind of. 
Yeah, pretty much. It's very Iron Giant esque looking. Oh, don't even don't even compare it to Iron Giant. It can't be that good. It I said looking. Oh, I said looking. looking. Okay, that yeah, I'll accept that. I'm sure it's much less quality than oh, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Bird. Um, and then the next week, I, I'm not going to tell you what movie we're going to talk about next, but I bet <laughs> I'm willing to bet most of our listeners have not seen it, and I'm even. I had never I bet, even heard of it. Yeah, I would say a lot of them have never even heard of it. Um, oh, I was going to say who directed it, but I won't because I would kind of give it away. I'm just going to read you a uh, the plot summary from IMDb for this movie. And if you want to Google it and find it, find out what it is from that, that's fine. Do whatever you want. But uh, here it is. It's <laughs> Here's the plot summary for this movie. In order to defeat the Grand Duke of Owls, a young boy transformed into a cat teams up with a group of barnyard animals to find a rooster who can raise the sun. That is the most bizarre sentence I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, and I I only remember this movie vaguely, but it's a bizarre movie from what I can remember. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. So that's it's, that's a month out. It, it seems very early 90s trippy. Um, yeah. And then after that, uh that's a month out and then the the episode after that, not to get too far ahead, but you will have just gotten married, I believe. So yeah. I think we're going to have a guest co-host for one week only. Yeah, um, we. I won't be there. I, I'll be in uh, taking a little trip to, to a town. <laughs> well, I don't want to know what is it. Is it Paris? Nope. Starts with a P though. Okay, it's probably Phoenix. Um, yep. That's it. Uh, social media. Let's plug our social media uh, at purely nostalgia. Is our. But- <laughs> Um, at purely nostalgia on Twitter, um, I am at Elisha P Smith. Are you and on Twitter? I I am on Twitter. Uh, surprise, it's not Kelp. I am at Clint J H Page. Why did you click that? Why did you select that for your Twitter name, Kelp? I just thought it sounded good. I just, I mean, it, I realize it sounds nothing like my actual <laughs> my actual Christian name, Kelp. Right. But um, it's not. I don't even have a last name. It's just Kelp. Yeah. Like Cher. Kelp. But, Jazz hands. Kelp. Jazz hands. Kelp. But yeah, that's that's the name that I chose. So follow Clint J H Page. The J H stands for Jazz Hands. Yep. Um, Facebook group. We got one of those. Come get on it and talk to us. We do. And I wanted to take a moment and just thank our listeners. You thank know, you. Like, thank you for our listeners. I love you. I love the listeners. But if you're a subscriber, I love you more. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Subscribe. Hey, we haven't said this in a while. Please subscribe. If you're not already subscribed, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please comment on or uh, leave us a review. Um, apparently that helps, they say. And yeah. I would like some feedback. It would be great. Please. Yeah. And uh, a little shout out to our friend podcast, um, Best Picture. Yeah, Best Pictures. I was going to let you struggle there for a second. Uh, yeah, no, I, was thank you. Th- I was trying to think of another one. I knew Best Picture. but Yeah, if you if you missed it a couple weeks ago, I was a guest on there. And they've had some episodes since then. They're a bunch of good boys. They talk about movies and stuff, too. They talk about uh, movies that are good sometimes, not kids' movies. But check them out. Um, yeah, just a little plug. Letterboxd, follow me on there. Elisha P. Smith. Clint's not on it. He's the worst. Who? <laughs> uh, Kelp, sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Yep, I don't believe in it. It's a sin, and well, they murder animals. Yeah, probably. I'll figure out how I'm going to deal with that philosophically. <laughs> it's a it's a great social media. It's it is problematic. It's a good in a platform, lot of ways. but they're very problematic. Like <laughs> user friendly. Um, 
it, it's a great service. It's just really a bummer how many animal, animals they kill. How many animals they kill. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you got anything else you want to tell these idiots? Oh, I'm sorry. These these fine listeners. Well, they're only idiots if they aren't listening. Yeah. That's a good point. That's 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 deep. Hey, yeah. until next time. See you soon. And skinath for listening. Let's let's do a speed round here. Start naming Winnie the Pooh characters, and I'm gonna do some impressions for you. Are you ready? Yes. All right, go. Eeyore. Oh bother. Uh, Pooh. I just want some honey. Tick Tigger. I'm a bouncer. <laughs> keep keep going. Oh, um, I like about G, uh, T-I's double G, <laughs> T-I double G, er, uh, rabbit. Oh, what does rabbit sound like? He's persnickety. He's got um, a lot of different voices. Like, yeah, rabbit. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what he says. He just says yeah, his next. name a lot, <laughs> like a Pokemon. Um, next one, next one. Piglet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what was that? I didn't mean to do that.